Hey everybody, welcome. This is episode 263 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and welcome to the show, particularly if you are a new listener. So, uh, Oh, and by the way, people said to me, what happened to last Monday's episode, Trevor? One that would have been out on May the 8th. Well, that weekend, it was the King's Coronation here in the UK. So we decided that we wouldn't do a podcast that weekend. It's the first time it's happened in 70 years. So I think you can give us a reasonable excuse for not doing a podcast episode. But welcome, everybody. Um, Today's show is I want to share with you some thoughts and ideas around the link around coaching. Because if, uh, if like me, you play sport, um, then one of the things that you do very often in sport for most of us is that we learn from observing others. You know, because in sport today, you know, we can just switch on the TV and there is any sport we want and we can watch the best in action and try then when we go out and do our sport and emulate them. Or we can go to the game or the match or the event and we can watch them live, you know, in person. And again, we can try and emulate them. But how often do we think about doing that in our business lives? Watching others in action and then learning from them? Probably not that often. So my top tip in this episode is going to be sharing with you thoughts around when you're learning to do better presentations is to watch others in action to wear the coach's hat. And I'm in a minute or two, I'm going to explain just how to do that. But before we do that, I've got a couple of little shout-outs. First of all, to a company called Hexnode. Now, Hexnode had their partner summit recently called Hexcom, and uh, I was delighted that they invited me to be one of the speakers. And it was a virtual conference, and I was given 30 minutes on the subject of win that sales pitch. Now, this was the first time I'd been involved in an event where you had to pre-record your 30 minutes. I mean, it's a great concept, really, because one of the challenges when you're running, especially virtual events, because people can't just, you know, you don't want people to leave and go and have a coffee and not come back, is making sure the presenters run on time. Well, if you're doing it all pre-recorded, you know that's going to happen, because if you, they said 30 minutes. So I recorded mine and I was really proud of the fact that it came in at 29 minutes and 55 seconds. How about that? So um, this was live in the States at 2 p.m. This was a, th- a couple of weeks ago now, I suppose. And it was 7 p.m. my time. So it was quite a quite an interesting experience because when when it was my session, I was in I was it was suggested to me that I join the session and answer questions in the chat. And things like that. So that's exactly what I did. So there I am watching myself deliver this session on screen. And then on the third of my screen is the chat and I can interact with people, answer their questions, you know, point them in the direction of something I may have said if I'm thinking, well, I'm listening. Well, did I get that point over really well? So there we go. So it was great fun. So um, and if you're thinking of a virtual event and you'd like someone to talk on win that sales pitch or presentation skills, whichever you prefer, then give me a shout. Be very happy to do that. And uh, the guys from Hexnode, they sent me this uh, fantastic uh, uh, new business rucksack as a thank you. And I really needed one of those. And it was, I didn't know that was happening. It just arrived in the post here in the UK. So it was, a, it was very much a surprise and delight factor. You know, I mean, wouldn't have cost them a fortune to send me that. But to me, it was brilliant. And uh, now I'm walking around promoting their brand, of course, as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Oh, great stuff. Now, the other thing I want to do a little shout out for is that uh, I'm very close to finishing my book, uh, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations. In fact, I have finished it now. I've sent it over to get it printed, to get a draft, the second draft copy printed. I got the first one back and then, of course, I went through it and I was making changes and making adjustments. And uh, I also added a page where I've given a shout out to all those people who've been guests on this podcast who've shared with you, the listeners, and with me some great presentation tips. So I've got that coming up. And don't forget, if you want some presentation coaching at all, particularly if you've got a key presentation coming up, then check out my website, trevorjlee.com, because on there you'll find things like I can do a 30-minute session with you on Zoom. But, you know, if you're going to do a key presentation or you want me to help you with it, don't contact me and book in the day before, okay? <laughs> because you can just go to the website and you can book your slot. You know, you don't have to contact me and say, oh, can you do this and that? It's all there on Calendly. Uh, you, you know, just find the page on the website, which should be easy to find, and book your slot. And then I can help you with that key presentation coaching. In fact, I was doing some with my son last night, just before I'm recording this podcast. Uh, he's delivering a couple of health uh, uh, presentations uh, over the next couple of days, and he just wanted me to run through the presentation with him. So we made a couple of tweaks, <laughs> as you might imagine, um, and uh, and away we go. So talking of coaching, what about this wearing the coach's hat idea then? So how does that work? Well, it's very simple, really, because I, sug- I would imagine most of you listening to this are going to be part of a presentation audience at some point. Hopefully, you're going to be a speaker as well, but you know, there's a very good chance that you'll be in the audience, either at an event or an in-house event maybe with your company or, you know, a big event that you're going to. It could be a virtual event, whatever it is. But what it means is that you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be able to watch and listen to and observe a speaker in action doing their presentation. And that's where you can wear your coach's hat. And what I mean by that is pretend or imagine that you are their presentation coach. And at the end of their presentation, they're going to say to you, Trevor, you watch me present. Now, what could I do differently to make it better? And so therefore, there's your challenge. So, you know, get your notepad out or whatever you use to make notes on and make sure that when you're listening or watching to someone else present, you make those notes and imagine you are the coach. And um, I, 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 I do this all the time and it's, it's great because it helps me when I come to do my real life coaching, if you like, and it also, you know, I think it gave me some great material over the years for the bits I put in the presentation book and all this sort of stuff. So the latest example of this, I was invited to a large event where I am here in the UK. And um, it, was the, it was the end of an era, really, for a, a particular scheme uh, that down here in the southwest of the UK had been supporting businesses through a funding package that had been going on for about 20 years. And that's, you know, with the changes to Brexit and the EU over here in the UK, then that, that EU funding package has finished now. And they wanted a kind of big showcase event to finish. So they got a big headline speaker in, a lady who's uh, well known over here in the UK and has been on TV in the States. Um, and her name is Sarah Davis. And uh, she's been on the on Dragon's Den, which I think is called Shark Tank in the, U, in the, in the States and things like that as well as on Strictly Come Dancing. And she's, you know, she's got there because she set up a business when she was at university and it just took off during COVID. Um, And uh, she's done extremely well. And she was great. She was the keynote. She had no slides. She basically shared the best parts of her story and the top tips. And uh, I'm not here to share her top tips, but one tip I will give you if you're listening to this 
is that she said one of the things that she learned very early on in her business life as the, as the company grew that she was, you know, she'd built was that she needed to identify what she was best at. Okay, and it's really interesting thought that. So if you're listening to this and you're a business leader or you, you know, you're a key player in your business, what are you best at? Because that's what you should be doing with your time. And she realized that for her business, you know, she did a lot of uh, work in the States on the TV shopping channels. And she realized that her best use of her time in her business was to go to the States and be on the shopping channels because that's where she was really good. She could sell on the shopping channels. And that's what she did. And that's why the business became really successful. So there you go. There's a top tip, ladies and gentlemen. Identify what you're really best at and then work it from there. So what did I learn from being the coach's hat? Well, I wasn't particularly looking at Sarah. I mean, I picked up some great tips from her. But where I really put my coach's hat on was when the second person came on to speak. Now, this wasn't going to be an easy situation because, you know, anybody following a keynote speaker, it's not easy. It's tricky. But if I was the coach's hat, I made a few notes. So I think you can all appreciate some of the things I'm going to share with you now. So number one is that if you do follow a keynote speaker, don't spend the first few minutes apologizing for how bad you're going to be in compared to them. And that's what this guy did, you know, and, and, it, and it, 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 it felt like a natural reaction. I don't, he clearly hadn't thought it through. But he went up there and he said, oh, yeah, it's great, Sarah. Thanks very much. You know, cool, cool. I'm never going to, you know, now I've got to speak and I'll be rubbish compared to you or words to that effect. So immediately the audience are thinking, well, you know, <laughs> I can relax now, switch off because this guy's going to be rubbish because he told them that. So don't do that. So that would be the first tip I would have given this guy from a coaching point of view. Now, the whole theme of the conference was or the event was trailblazing. Now, the thing was that when this guy was speaking, he was a kind of HR person to a degree. Well, I think he was an HR person. I'm sure he was. I did know him, but um, I was a bit confused about what he was talking about, as you'll, as you'll understand in a minute. And I don't think he really grasped what the, what the plan was in terms of what he needed to deliver. So there were a couple of things. What, uh, you know, at one point, he had six bullet points on a screen behind him, a big screen, and then he started saying, well, I've got eight things to share with you. And, the, and it was immediately obvious they were very different to the six bullet points behind him. So it was really confusing for the audience. Am I supposed to be focusing on the bullet points or am I supposed to be listening to the eight things he's now telling us? And they are different. They were very different. <laughs> so either he didn't know what was on the screen behind him or clearly, you know, this just wasn't flowing and he hadn't really sorted it out during his preparation and practice. Inevitably, he overran on his time massively, massively. I don't know what his time slot was, was, but you just sensed that he was going on and on and on to the degree that, you know, about 10 minutes before he eventually ended, the, the host of the event was already on her feet, walking, you know, hovering at the, in front of him almost at the stage. And then he said, and finally, and then that went on for another five minutes. <laughs> so... What could you learn from, you know, from what I've described there? What was I picking up? What was I making notes in wearing my coach's hat? So these were the notes that I made. Uh, for the person himself as the keynote speaker, number one was, you know, don't, if you do follow someone who's really good, don't apologize for the fact you're not going to be as good. Okay, but you should know that because you know, you should know that you're going to follow them. So hopefully he would have, he, he must have known he was on second. 
So he needed a different strategy. He needed to call a presentation coach <laughs> and say, this is what's happening. What do I do? Now, if it had been me coaching him on that bit, I would have said to him, right, you're following someone who's going to be a keynote. So you've got to assume they're going to be really good. OK, or even if they're not that good, simply they're a, you know, they're a celebrity name. The audience in their minds, I think they're really good, even if they're not. So, you know, whether they're good or not, they are in the, in the audience's minds. You've got to follow that. So why don't you start by doing something really memorable, you know, using a prop or a big statement, but don't apologize for being following the keynote speaker. Now, during your presentation, you can certainly refer to the keynote speaker and it would be a good thing to do. So there's one or two things that you've noted down that they've said that are useful. Bring those in spontaneously into your own presentation. Okay. But focus on you and get the audience focusing on you immediately without any real reference at the start to what's just gone before them. But you've got to get a big start, okay? And for this guy, you know, a big start could have been something around the key subject area, which was trailblazing, and in, in his case, the HR sector. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't really, you know, you don't really often think of HR being a trailblazer. So that was pretty hard in itself. And then the second thing was, to, you know, I would have said to him, make sure you really are on point. You know, it's very slick. It's very well prepared. There's no ambiguity and there's no rambling around, which happened a lot. And let's have you running under time, not over time. So let's, I think his session was probably due to be 20 minutes. So I would have said, do it in 15, okay, because then you'll be more succinct, you'll be more focused and it doesn't matter, you know, Audiences don't care if you run under time. It's when you run over time that, you know, they get twitchy and the event organizers get twitchy as well. So those would have been the two key things I would have said to him. And then the third thing I would have said to him is, you know, make sure you get a good action summary. What is the key takeaway for me? Because by the time he'd finished, I'd really no idea what the message was at all, let alone the key takeaway. So, you know, he just had too much stuff going on, you know, Focus on those three key points in your presentation, not 33, which kind of felt like he had, you know, he had six on the screen. He was talking about eight and then he would go off in different directions. It was all over the place. So and, you know, OK, you could say, well, that's, you know, feel sorry for him following the keynote. But he knew that. So he should have been better, should really have been better. And there's no excuse for delivering a poor presentation. Because, you know, as, we, as I bang on about in this, in, this, uh, in this podcast, it is about preparation and practice. So make sure you do that. Now, my other top tip wearing the coach's hat would have been if I'd have been coaching the event organiser. So what I would have said to them is, look, you know, you've got this high-profile keynote speaker. Don't throw someone to the lions straight afterwards who's not going to be very good. So pick someone to speak straight after them who's going to be very different very unusual, entertaining, memorable, and all that. So the audience can refocus and get back on. So, you know, trailblazing HR to me was not the subject line. <laughs> and indeed, the guy was not the speaker to follow the keynote. There must have been someone out there who could have been a lot more interesting to do a 15-minute slot straight afterwards. Or, you know, have, the two, have a combined this with a break. And what happened was that I think the keynote probably, I don't know whether she overran or not, but then they did a Q&A using, a, you know, the app and all that stuff. And, um, and they decided to have a break and then do the Q&A and then launch into the next guy. So realistically, you know, it should have been a, it should have been a break and then the next person on. So that would have been my tip for the event organizer. 
So it's not easy to organize a great event, especially when you've got a great keynote speaker. But, you know, pick your speakers. And very often when people pick speakers who are unknown to them or, you know, they just they just assume they're going to be great at speaking. And they're not most of the time. So if you're organizing an event, you know, and you, you want people to speak or they volunteer to speak, get them in front of you doing their presentation. And, and then you can advise them and, you know, bring someone like me in to sit in on it as well. You know, that could be how it works. So there we go. So that's the tip for this week, ladies and gentlemen, is wear the coach's hat. You're all going to be sitting in front of people presenting or speaking at some point. So watch and learn and put yourself in the coach's hat position and then make notes and say, right, if I was coaching them, this is what I would do. And then you can use that to help you deliver better, more successful and ultimately more confident presentations and sales pitches. Right. So what's happening? We're, this is coming out in the middle of the May. I've got a plan for the summer. So I've got a few more guests lined up over the next uh, two, three, four weeks or so. And then from around about the middle of June, I think it's either the second or third week in June, that I'm going to focus on delivering episodes which are just like this one, just top tips that you can get involved in, okay, that you can put into action straight away. Now, I'm also thinking of maybe rebranding the podcast as well, because at the moment it's called Better Presentations, More Sales. And what I'm trying to do is get the message over that, you know, this podcast will give you sales and presentation tips. But I realize that sometimes that can be confusing because, you know, people who want sales tips podcasts and people who want presenting podcasts may not be searching for this particular one. So I think the time has come to maybe just focus on the presentations. So I'm rethinking of calling it, you know, I've got a new name. So if any listener out there has got an idea for a name, we can rename the podcast. I'm thinking of presenting, pitching and speaking or to tie in with the book I've got coming out, I'm just going to call it successful presentations. And then I thought maybe successful and confident presentations. So <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take a bit. I'm going to put some a poll on LinkedIn as well and just to see what that comes up with and, uh, and see where we get on from there as well. But anyway, thank you for listening. If you do like the show, then please do leave a review. That would be amazing. If you do need any help with your key presentation or indeed you want you know your team to have a presentation refresher or a sales pitch refresher we can do it virtually we do it in short bursts okay we don't I don't do it virtually for half a day or a full day I prefer not to do it in person for half a day or a full day because I think the short burst you know 90 minutes a week for three or four weeks and then everybody all the key messages get home Okay, I think that is the future. David Weiss talked about this. If you listen to episode 262 about that as well, and I'm a big fan of that method, of short, sharp bursts on a regular basis to make sure that you and your team or whoever's involved in the training program makes that happen. And if you've got that key presentation coming up and you want some one-to-one coaching, go to trevorjlee.com. You'll find the links there as well. So thank you very much for listening. See you next time.